Hey everybody, welcome in to MTRQ. Uh, I'm Dustin. And I'm Cameron. And uh, as you heard, the movie that takes 35 minutes to get Maybe to they Batman. Maybe they heard. I was swinging the microphone around like a dickhead. <laughs> is uh, Batman Returns. Yeah, we the did new- Batman and Robin. We're doing this all out of order right now. We did Batman and Robin a little bit ago. We're probably going to hit the rest of the Batmans coming up here soon. The 1992 sequel to 1989's Batman. Directed by Tim Burton. Yep. Uh, screenplay Timmy B coming back. Screenplay by Daniel Waters. Whoever he is, probably just Tim Burton going by a pseudonym. No, he actually co-wrote Heather's, Hudson Hawk, Demolition Man. Wow. Uh, Batman Returns. All those movies, except for Batman Returns. We're talking Batman Returns. No, actually, it's not that I dislike this movie. It is the most un-Batman movie of all the Batman movies, even right down to the fact that this is a movie about the Penguin and Catwoman and Batman isn't in it for the first 35 minutes of the movie. Um, Bruce Wayne is Mm -hmm. uh, for like a second, but then you don't see no Batman till like, as I said, 30 minutes later. Um, So this one uh, is... It it leans a lot into the the villains. Um, You get a lot of backstory for them. Yeah, so this isn't the maxing out on villains as like Batman and Robin is, but this is the beginning of that. Cause you have still kind of a unestablished, um, creation of Max Shrek. Like it's not like a classic Batman villain, right? You have and, the two and then yeah, you have him kind Christopher of Walken. And then you have Catwoman who isn't really a villain and she's never really been a villain. She's, she's like just like, an anti-hero. The... She's an anti, she's somewhere in between. Like she is a thief um, but her story is that the same of Batman. It's that of vengeance. Right. Um, and, uh, then the penguin is just, uh, forced to be reckoned with played by Danny DeVito, a role that he was born to play. Yeah. This is not mafia penguin. Um, this isn't Burgess Meredith penguin. This isn't really like, yeah, the, the f- comic books penguin. The fact that Tim Burton was like, "Yes, let's do a Batman sequel." I have ideas on the penguin. Let's just make him a real penguin. Yes, yeah, because the penguin has always been more of a uh, organized crime affiliated, right? Um, suited, uh, more bureaucratic villain. If you will. Right. There were rumors for a long time that uh, Christopher Nolan wanted to cast Philip Seymour Hoffman as the Penguin in his trilogy. Yeah. Supposedly that was like that was the big rumor at the beginning of The Dark Knight Rises. So like think about that, like that type of penguin. So to have an actual fish eating penguin monster. Yeah. This is more of he's born a fish eating penguin monster. He eats the cat. Uh, he eats the cat, and then his parents throw him in a river. Including Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Uh, Pee-wee Paul Herman. Rubens, Pee-wee Herman is playing the father of the penguin. Um, I wish I could do a really good Pee-wee Herman impression, so I could do <laughs> We got to oh. We got to th- <laughs> Hey, couchy. I can't. I can't do that one right now. I, I got gotta, My throat's a little too dry for that. Yeah, I can't do I can it. only. It's like the laugh. <laughs> I can't do that. No, uh, I can't. It's. We're recording late. I don't. I have to get loud to do the right. Yeah, Pee-wee no, we're Herman. not. Um, but, but it was just yeah. It's it's so jarring to see him because he doesn't say anything. Like that's just the well. Whole he's thing. also so at this time you're used to him in that pale white, 
uh, powder suit. makeup, the peewee suit, the, mm-hmm. the, you know, the borderline plastic hair. And in this, he's like this uptight, debutante, you know, upper society person and they're horrified um, with at their a kid. monocle, uh, the, the cobble pots. So they just take Oswald throw <laughs> and they him just over. dump his ass into a little river that rolls into the sewers. And like the penguins find him and raise him as their own. Mm-hmm. Or it's like a creek that rolls into the river into the oh, sewers. Oh, like a snowy. It's a really beautiful. And these sewer penguins in Gotham then find him and raise him as their own. I have a lot of questions a about the sewer penguins. A lot of questions of the sewer penguins. So how? So here's what I really want to know is. Um, who was the one that imported the penguins to Gotham? Did they break out of the zoo? Because they take him in. Like, did they? Well, oh, fuck. That that park is a former zoo. That's okay. what it is. It's, an, it's a dilapidated, abandoned zoo where I guess they left the penguins behind. <laughs> that is, that is the, where if he like, floats to. Is, it yeah. burns down. They're like... Did we get all the penguins? Because when they're fighting in there, it's like a it's a zoo. Mm-hmm. It's their like shrubbery that's all overgrown and everything. At the end, when Batman and the Penguin have their face off, <laughs> their big face off. Um, so yeah, you don't get Batman thirty five minute until thirty five minutes into this film. But um, when you do get Batman, Keats is dealing. When you do get Batman in this film, it's like Batman turned into the Punisher. Yeah, Batman for a quick out. second because he comes in with the Batmobile, he's whipping it real hard. And That's with all the the presents at the parade, right? Yes. Yeah. And so he, so the the first new appearance, so the whole beginning of this movie is you getting introduced to him, this child being abandoned, and then uh, this penguin child being abandoned by his parents, him being left to the sewers, and then it cuts to um, Selena Kyle working for Max Shrek, she discovers that he's like a part of some big pollution based scandal thing. Uh, he throws her out a window. She becomes Catwoman. Uh, then you're at this like big festival, right? Uh, this Christmas, this Christmas tree lighting in Gotham. And, um, uh, the penguin and his goon. Well, okay. So the penguins goons come to the surface and they cause a ruckus, and then the penguin comes to save the day. He saved. He set this up so he looks like a hero, but uh, Batman shows up and wrecks house. Uh, he sets a man on fire with the booster on yep. the Batmobile. He proceeds to grab a bomb. Like there's a uh, a like circus type act. It's all circus based. For some reason, um, yeah. the clowns and acrobats and things of that nature. And this one acrobat jumps up to him with a bomb for which he like uppercuts him in the nose and then straps the bomb to him and pushes him into a gutter. Well, because uh, the, the, the gang is, uh, it says Gotham comes under attack by a disgraced former circus troupe called the Red Triangle Gang. Which is, he pays them to. Yeah, he pays the Red Triangle Gang to cause a ruckus so he can look rise like, up and, yeah. and stop it. Yeah. Because he wants to run for mayor. Uh, Well, I believe it's like, it, and that and Max Shrek is like, because Max we can Shrek, turn you into. The legal power. There's a, there's a whole political. Yes. 
Max Shrek wants to like ruin electricity and run it through his company or something. Yeah, yeah. He's That's what Selena Kyle s- finds. Yeah, he's trying to steal all the electricity. Um, it's very Chinatown, but with instead of water, it's electricity. Um, and Batman. And Batman. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the storyline of this is really stupid, overly complicated, just to get you the Penguin and Catwoman in here. It's like they were like, he can be um, a Penguin monster. N- at no oh. point in this period in the cat in the Batman Catwoman lore was she um, like a reanimated corpse or had nine lives. Yeah, or anything of that nature. Uh, she was always just a cat burglar who was acrobatic and playful with Batman. He always really couldn't find himself to bring himself to like treat her the way he did the rest. He couldn't like beat the um, shit out of her and paralyze her he, for life like he did to he, so many he others. To love Selena Kyle, like they even get married later down the road. Um. Which actually, I think that doesn't have like they don't get married. There, it was a whole big wedding thing a couple years back. Um, so yeah, that's always been the kind of the will they, won't they? Is Selena Kyle and Batman right? They totally lean into that in this. Uh, you get some real hot Michelle Pfeiffer, Michael Keaton action in this movie. Yeah, the tension, uh, real combustible sexual tension. That's there. Michael Keaton though, man. He was he was an electric factory. Those beautiful pert lips through the cowl and yeah those steely blues yeah and this is multiplicity is like the perfect movie because it's all the michael keaton you can handle you could ever want yeah the, including a mentally challenged version of him <laughs> so um you know uh, it's every flavor for everyone so why don't you like this so the bastardization of batman is like full throttle in this thing just with i mean i hate to be a stickler for like batman has rules but if there's one rule batman has it's like he's not setting people on fire and like making sure they explode with the bomb that they're trying to blow people up with as well as i think he oh oh this is the one that has the machine guns yes it does uh he has machine guns that come out from the top of the batmobile which is like batman doesn't use guns like this is really like Let's fucking sell some toys. And I had the Batmobile. I definitely from had the Batmobile. This that had the guns that flipped over on the front of it. Um, I definitely had the Batman. I had the Batman. I had I had the Catwoman. And I had the... Pa- like, I pretty much had every toy. Oh, I had the this. Max Shrek. No. <laughs> I, no, I did not. I had the Christopher Walken. Um, I, had the, I think there was a Christopher Walken toy, though, for sure. I had the penguin toy that came with a fish and someone's biteable nose. I had the penguin, like, mobile Mm -hmm. like that it came with like it had an umbrella on it and of course penguin has his magic his you know fantastical umbrellas is that that shoot and knife and do all that stuff the what's it called the the when he comes up the first time to save the day and that from the red the red uh i don't even remember what i said the red troop gang yeah um the red triangle troop or something yeah it's like a duck, isn't it? Like, yes. Isn't it like like he comes in in a giant like ducky, rubber ducky. He also uses this rubber ducky when he takes over the uh, Batmobile when they hack the bat like his the the I circus troop. Yeah. There's a point where Batman's just like he's just cruising, he's doing his patrols, and um, yeah, he's, he's bat patrolling. Yeah, and all this. Oh no, no, he has a replica. 
he has a miniature replica of the Batmobile that in he's the sewer, using, right? That he's using to do that. Yeah, sorry, it's not the Ducky that he's doing that in. He has a miniature replica that they're using that they hack into the Batmobile with, and he's like controlling the Batmobile, making it drive erratic all over the city. And this is all in a ploy to like besmirch the name of Batman. Is Batman driving drunk? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's it, like you never really get. There's this whole subplot of like they're trying to like make Batman look like a villain, and you never really get the payoff from that by the end of this you're just getting the payoff of the penguin v batman they got a fight right and selena kyle uh batman payoff or like bruce wayne payoff i will say because there is a steamy sensual dance scene where they discover their secrets of being catwoman and batwoman batman and And she's about to straight fucking shoot max so she's like and i've got a surprise for him and she pulls out a little pea shooter from her dress in the middle of a part like they're dancing in the middle of a packed ballroom and she just pulls out a pistol and he's like what the fuck and everyone around them is like oh we're just dancing we're having Gotham. a good time yeah and Gotham he's like in the early 90s shoot him huh? here. but yeah her plan there is just straight shoot max shrek in the fucking head in front of his son at his big ball hey so, man you know Catwoman gets results. Straight cat. Hey, she did run the mob for a little bit too in the <laughs> comics. It was a really good run of Catwoman issues. It's like three or four trades, which maybe about like twenty issues where she's she becomes the head of uh I think the Falconia family. Oh, okay. Really good cool. shit. It's like really well written comic book shit. Huh, okay. So But like when I think of this movie, I don't I don't remember a lot of the specifics because it has been a while since I've seen it. Yeah. I just the the acting in it, everyone's pretty top notch from what I remember. It's the sexual tension in this fucking movie is so thick. You got even the weird part where like she eats a bird and he's like talking about doing weird sex stuff with her with Catwoman penguin. Like mm-hmm. there's this whole weird sexual energy thing between Catwoman and Penguin too that it's just and, like and Penguin and Max Shrek oh, it's grotesque yeah yeah Penguin and Max Shrek too um but no and then uh but you can't really drop Danny DeVito into a movie and not expect sexual tension to boil that's over. true that and Danny DeVito is so if we're gonna talk about the performance in this movie he, I'd love to talk about Michelle Fiverr she's this is one of her like early breakout roles. Um, like she actually, no, she's kind of in the height of her powers at this point. Uh, yeah, I think this was a big casting get that they were yeah, like, Hey, we yeah. got Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer, Keaton. I'd love to talk about them. Even, um, Christopher Walken, who's really knocking it out of the park in this. And the guy who plays his dumbass son, um, who's chip chip. Yeah. Chip is his son is chip. And if you can picture a chip, that's what he looks like. Uh, that that that's motherfucker looks like a chip. <laughs> um, but Danny DeVito is firing on all cylinders. As the kids would say, he's cooking. He's he is Chef Curry with the pot. One hundred percent. yeah. Sorry to sound so lame there. <laughs> sorry to sound like your dad on a podcast there like you're not not you dustin but oh yeah but the people listening right he'd now. be like the what with the what yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> the left turn exactly <laughs> it's um, just nascar yep uh so yeah this is like i don't know if you've ever seen it's always sunny in philadelphia not you i'm sure you have but anyone listening to this the what it's 
there's a, a scene in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where he pours himself out of a couch butt naked. Like he just tears through right. this couch. It's the most disgusting, vile thing you've ever seen. It's just buck naked Danny DeVito ripping through a, ca- a leather couch covered in oil and like breaching through like he's being birthed and pouring out of this couch. This it is that every single he's got food on his mouth all the time like he's ripping like raw fish he's just biting into it and ripping it open he's just like he wears the weird long johns yeah oh god he wears the same pair of long johns that are just the most dirty piss and shit ridden monstrosities like oh god it's so disgusting to watch him in this and it is so good like you are genuinely like this fucking monster needs to get off my tv batman please please punch him in the face please batman like it is so like you come punch this little man the joker before like the joker with jack nicholson is this fun playful a little evil you know he's evil he's the joker he's a little wild wacky this is a grotesque lump of a man that there are no redeeming qualities nothing at all in the end you're supposed to feel bad for him as he's like ushered off into the eternal plane by his little penguin friends that are obviously little people in penguin suits it's the right. funniest thing ever uh, <laughs> like they're these penguins throughout the movie are like normal penguins that they use which i'm really interested in if they use computer graphic imagery to multiply those penguins I'm actually, I'm looking through the trivia right now. If they got like a thousand penguins and set decorators had to like put those little backpacks with rockets on those penguins and the helmets too. There is some incredible. So we'll get to that. I think up here in a second. Cause the last thing that I want to get to, um, is the incredible battle plan that I just mentioned of strapping little missiles (laughs) to the backs of penguins and have them march into a city and just launch off those missiles like little adorable domestic terrorists. I mean, fantastic plan. I, you can do this with really any adorable animal. You could lock, you could get a bunch of cute little corgis, put little missile launchers on their backs and take over the world. I think call me the corgi man, the corgi. No, I don't want to be a human corgi. I'm the corgi man. Well, it doesn't work that way. The penguin is a penguin man. I get that. I just want to use these adorable little corgis to shoot rockets off their backs. They're going to be fine. It's going to be a small little rocket then. I know, but it's going to pack. It's going to be like a really powerful little rocket. You can do that shit nowadays. I know you can. Those like daisy cutter things, those aren't that big of missiles. I think they are. I think they're like eight foot missiles. Yeah, that's all. Either way. That's the one thing that always impressed me was the logistics of these penguins. Yes. With these like giant backpacks of rockets on their backs. Yeah. Because like, when I think of like penguins or emperor penguins or anything, they're not taller than two or three feet. In yeah. Head. No. And then, and then at the end when those like penguin ushers come out, they're like four and a half foot penguins it's yeah and like, like <laughs> you're like wait that's definitely a small they have no person. trouble just lifting him up no yeah. um, well they usher him off into the water i definitely had penguin with missiles toys though 
Yes. I remember that for sure. Yeah, and it was back in the days when you had launchable things like that that you could choke on and die. It was great. You could choke on or shoot people in the eyes yeah. with them. Oh, Max Shrek. Sorry, spoilers, but Max Shrek's corpse. So the way she... So there's a big showdown in Penguin's Lair at the end. Batman, Penguin, Max Shrek, Catwoman. Um, and uh, Penguin's been dealt with. Batman, Catwoman, Shrek are all together. Batman's trying to reason with Selena Kyle. Don't kill him. Yeah, he's like, There's Come on. still redemption to be had in you. She's like, fuck that. I'm about to whip this motherfucker and fuck his night up. She really does. It's a terrible way to die. It haunted me as a kid <laughs> so when I first saw this movie. She's whipping him and he's shooting her. And she's just taking these bullets, no problem. He's shooting her with like a forty-five. Yeah, and she's, and just, she's like, just like one, two, buckle your shoe, two, three. I forget what she says, but she's doing these little nursery rhyme things as she's like getting shot and counting her nine lives, if you will, of her little cat right. lives and stuff. And then she walks up with a no, no, it's not a taser. I'm sorry. There's like a loose electrical wire, like. Like a six foot around electrical wire. Yeah, like this, this is like is, industrial. This is pumping like six to seven thousand watts of electricity. And she just grabs that, kisses him, and then crams that cord in between their mouths and totally fries him. And Batman comes over, he's looking for her corpse, he can't find it. But he finds Max Shrek's corpse. And it is a blackened and charred skeleton it, with like, white yeah. teeth and like open eyes. Like the eyes are wide open. The eyes didn't like boil. Like in that type of situation, the eyes would usually boil over and pop or something like that. Right. But they're just wide open and still there. And then his mouth is just like this rictus grin on it and everything. And it's that's the other thing. Fucking horrifying. It, it, yeah, that scared the hell out of me when I was a kid. Yeah, I was like, I never want to be electrocuted to death. You can't bear. I that's a closed coffin. No matter what, you can't re. Air that no there's no makeup yeah <laughs> no it's like you gotta take a skin colored crayon and like color over me uh chip no. away at the charred pieces that then... does remind me how tim burton this movie is oh god damn it it's so tim burton you got the tim burton trees the tim burton spooky settings every oh the, the buildings Christmas are presents, so the tall masks, the buildings yeah and but like at the same time like the even the house in Beetlejuice is like a four-story house or some shit. The aesthetic he builds in the Batman movies, like these these two, it just for me it meshes really well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he had it pretty hammered out. He knew what he wanted visually. He just decided that that was it, and he never had to change it. Yeah, and that's and where the, the problem in the lies. studio was like, we need to make this fun. Hey, buddy. We you made a penguin monster and you electrocuted Christopher Walken into a skeleton. Yeah, we can't. We got with a, eyes. We got to double back on this one. I you think, think they would have like let it roll if Batman was in more than like of the first thirty minutes. Uh, if he was like, can I have one more raw fish? And they're like, Tim, can it be twenty minutes and then Batman comes? And he's like. I don't think so because I don't think this script was a Batman script. I think originally it's a it was something else and then turned into a Batman script. Originally it was just a Chinatown sequel, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and that might be a part of your trivia. Not yet. No, oh, okay. not where I'm well, at. Should we just get moving to the trivia? I think I've kind of touched on all the ridiculousness of the movie. You got missile bearing penguins, um, 
you know, burnt to a crisp corpses. You got Batman straight fucking murdering people. Um, Selena. Oh, Selena Kyle, her Catwoman costume. Oh, we'll get to that. Uncomfortable looking thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, we will will get plastic nylon that she sews together herself. Um, so yeah, just let's, let's get to this. Let's get to this, uh, trivia. So Burgess Meredith, who played the penguin on Batman, the TV show and played motherfucking Mick and Rocky was asked to play the penguin's father in the opening of the film. And he was probably like, get the hell out of here. He was too sick. Oh, so he couldn't do it. Okay. That's fair. That would have been cool though. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Danny DeVito remained in character as the penguin between takes. Oh, sweet Jesus. That had to be horrifying. Not what I would want at my, no. at my lunch table. During, yeah. I'm at catering and he's like, <laughs> and the, the cheese will pour from my face. And he's like, <laughs> like <"Do>, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, is Danny over at craft services right now? Yeah, uh, he no. is. Oswald oh, is. Okay. I'm going to, I'll wait. Oswald's <laughs> over at the catering. Yeah. Ooh, okay. And like you probably have like Michael Keaton with like half the Batman suit on. Like, damn, yeah. dude. Like, whatever. Stuck in the rubber. In an interview for television, Stan Winston, who did a lot of the effects and penguin effects for the uh, mechanical penguins, it says he told a little anecdote about how his crew were collecting the mechanical penguins after a shoot one day and found one of their live penguins snuggled up asleep against a mechanical one. Oh, wow. And I thought that was adorable. Mechanical Penguin Love. That's a Disney Pixar short before one of their movies. At least, or not, sorry. Danny DeVito was advised by his good friend Jack Nicholson, who was aware of his financial success with Batman, to take the role of the Penguin. There we go. Danny boy, you gotta do it. (laughs) Several modifications were made to the Batsuit. Oh, where'd Jack Nicholson go? Oh, that's I can't. He was just right here. Yeah, I know it was weird. It's incredible. He's expensive. He hasn't acted in a movie for over twenty years, and we got him seventy-five thousand dollars a minute on cameo. Yep. can't do it. It's a little pricey. <laughs> oh, this is including the color scheme and chest plate logo, and at the request of Michael Keaton, they added a zipper to the pants of the bat suit. Oh, because he was probably like, "Hey, I need to piss. I can't just do this all day." Yeah, drinking a lot of water here. Because I think in the first one, it's like four separate giant rubber, like, pieces that they had to put on him. Mm-hmm. And then, then take off individually. Yeah, it looks like it would have been a nightmare. And it wasn't like just roll the pants down. It was like pull the pants entirely Cut off. Cut it off, yeah. Yeah. So when asked during a 2007 talk show appearance if she ever felt nostalgic and put on the cat suit to amuse her husband... Michelle Pfeiffer stated that once filming was over, she never wanted to see the costume again for as long as she lived. I would imagine so. That thing looked like a fucking nightmare. Well, during an A&E biography, Michelle Pfeiffer said that her Catwoman costume was vacuum sealed once she was fitted into it. So she only had a short amount of time to perform before she'd have to have it opened. And if she didn't, she'd become lightheaded and pass out yeah, because of how tight it was. Yeah, vacuum sealed that your body's not fucking breathing. She also admitted that when she first was learning to use the whip, she accidentally cut her trainer's face with it. Ooh. Uh, here's another good one, too. Is according to casting director Marion Doherty, Tim Burton was reportedly uncomfortable with casting Christopher Walken as Max Shrek. When she asked him why, he said, because that man scares the hell out of me. However, the decision must have ultimately grown on Burton as Walken was cast in Sleepy Hollow. 
I would imagine. Yeah, that's funny though. That like he killed Natalie Wood. Maybe that's why. I mean, allegedly, allegedly, right? Maybe. Him and Robert Wagner. Yeah, yeah. Um, or Lana Wood. Which one did they? Natalie Wood. Was it Natalie Wood? Okay, yeah. Michael Keaton was alleged to have earned eleven million dollars for reprising his role as Batman. The Warner Bros. execs were very uneasy with this, but director Tim Burton has stated that he believes that Keaton deserved it. Wow, eleven million dollars was like. For a movie that pulls in like three hundred or something at the time, at least, yeah, yeah, they're like, oh well, I don't know if we can pay the star of this movie eleven million dollars. At around an hour and thirty minutes in, there's a scene where Danny DeVito, where the penguin gets hit with rotten food by a mob. Yeah, Danny DeVito refused a stand-in. Oh, he got hit by that. Said, scene? "I'm doing it." Wow, that's cool. Like, cause I thought, yeah, it looked like him. The crew had a hard time getting the shot where the monkey delivers the letter from Batman to the penguin because <laughs> evidently Danny DeVito's makeup terrified the monkey. Oh, that's understandable. The terrified me throughout the fucking movie. And Batman, Batman doesn't wear boots in the movie. Oh, he wears uh, Jordans. Jordan sixes. Yeah, yeah. I knew that. Danny DeVito spent two hours a day in makeup and was forbidden to dis- even describe the makeup to anyone, including his family. Oh, wow. It made $47.47 million in its uh, first three days. Oh. Which was a record for 1992. I was to say it's weekend box office. The cat suit was so tight. $47 million was its record. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine now? Yeah. The catsuit was so tight on Michelle Pfeiffer that she often had trouble hearing her own voice. Tim Burton had to tell her to lower her register because she would just shout her lines because <laughs> she couldn't hear it. That had to be so good. Uh, I'm really... the cat's meow. <laughs> A penguin action figure based on his comic book counterpart was released as part of Kenner's line of figures based on the film as Danny DeVito's image of the character was deemed too scary. <laughs> that was something that I remember re- reading and hearing before that Tim Burton um, got in an argument with the studio. Like they really wanted him to change the penguin. Yeah. Because the toys, like specifically because the toys wouldn't sell to yeah. kids. And he was like, no. And they were like, he's a penguin monster that eats fish and his blood is black ooze. Like Tim, buddy. And he's like, nope. You brought- Make one that oozes black stuff. I don't know what to tell you. You bring Tim Burton to the table. You get Tim Burton. You get Tim Burton. Yeah, you get Timmy B. Tim Burton and Michael Keaton actually both prefer Batman Returns to Batman. Wow, really? They said they had a better time filming it and that the movie spoke to them more. Huh. Interesting. Do you want to guess how much the Batman costume weighed? 87 pounds. 55 pounds. Damn, that's still a lot. Yeah, that's... 55 pounds of vulcanized rubber. It's like stick eight tires on you. And just walk around with it. <laughs> so do you want to know who the first choice was for Max Shrek? Pauly Shore. No, I'm just kidding. Who? <laughs> who was? David Bowie. Oh. But he turned it down to do a role in Twin Peaks. Oh, okay. So that, yeah, I prefer that more. Yeah, right? That worked out pretty well. Uh, I got a couple casting options for the Penguin here. Really? Oh, yeah. There, there was, were other people? There was a lot more. Damn. It was a, a lot considered. It doesn't say anything about who was who was actually asked or auditioned or anything. Yeah. So Dustin Hoffman was the original first choice, but he declined. Okay, that makes sense. The list includes Marlon Brando, John Candy, Bob Hoskins, 
Dean Martin, Alan Rickman, John Goodman, Phil Collins, Christopher Lee, Joe Pesci, Ray Liotta, Gabriel Byrne, and Christopher Lloyd. Phil Collins. I that stood out. If to I me could too. get Phil Collins Penguin, I would really much like that. That give me the Collins cut. I Hashtag would, Phil Collins cut of Batman Returns. I gotta be honest, I'd rather have the Joe Pesci cut. <laughs> I would love Joe Pesci in this. Because you know Phil Collins is doing a song for the soundtrack, though. Oh, yeah. That's, I need a Phil Collins-themed bat. Like, so the f- Batman is Prince. Like Prince oh. is all over that. Can you imagine if the second one was like, we turned it over to Phil Collins this well, time? Well, th- that's the thing, too, because Batman Forever. Don't then, think twice. Like, <laughs> Batman Forever, you get the good soundtrack, too, that has Kiss from a Rose. Oh, and, and motherfucking Thrill Me, Kiss, kiss me, me, Kill Me. me. Yeah. By you too. I love that song. All right, that's all we can do for copyright yeah. purposes. Yeah, you can't just play music like that on here, man. I know it was easy to pull up on your phone and play the actual song. Definitely not you just making the sounds. That's the real song. So the Catwoman role was a very popular and sought after role for a lot of actresses. Oh, I would imagine so. Annette Bening was actually originally cast. And Michelle oh. Pfeiffer was apparently very upset. But then Annette Benning got pregnant. Michelle yeah, Pfeiffer going to vacuum seal someone in a suit no. while they're pregnant. But it became a light controversy because uh, Pfeiffer was offered $3 million more than Benning was. Oh, wow. Because Pfeiffer was considered the bigger star. Yeah. There was also Susan Sarandon, Meryl Streep, who was considered too old by Tim Burton. Brooke Shields, who was considered not bankable, Demi Moore, Nicole Kidman, Jodie Foster, Gina Davis, Sigourney Weaver, Madonna, Raquel Welsh, Cher, Ellen Barkin, Jennifer Jason Lee, Lorraine Bracco, Bridget Fonda, and I think Sean Young. There was that whole controversy about Sean, Sean Young. So Sean Young wasn't considered. Sean Young really wanted it and <laughs> did some real kooky stuff for it. Yeah. Um, that's a good way to put it. Didn't you just show up to his office? Yes. In like, I am Catwoman. Character. In the gear? Like, yeah. in the costume? Yeah. yeah. And I think she was like Eartha Kitty, Eartha Kit Catwoman it. I think so too. Like, darling. And stuff like that. The movie was going to receive an R rating. But finally they decided to give the same rating as the previous movie. Oh, okay. It says, because of the criticism from parents regarding the dark, violent, and sexual overtones of the film. It's a fucking sexy film. <laughs> it really is. But also disgusting. It's like all your kinks that you could ever want in one movie. It's got leather. It's got fish. It's got leather. Uh, Paul Rubens <laughs> reprised his role as Oswald's father on the TV show Gotham. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Gina Davis turned down this movie because she wanted to make a league of their own. Um, Michelle Pfeiffer had actually originally auditioned for Vicky Vale in Batman. Oh, yeah. Which was the Kim Basinger. Basinger. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a lot of that. I think that's basically everything. The Michelle Pfeiffer Catwoman has become one of the most iconic versions of the character, according to fans. It's one of the most beloved. Yeah. Uh, Which is funny because it is so different from the comics. But her like her and then Eartha Kitt. Her performance really is like a memorable, iconic role. Yeah, and, like you can you can get frustrated because it's not as similar to the comics and her true origin, and you have like the supernatural aspect with the nine lives and everything. But it really is 
And feel free to correct me if I'm wrong in our uh, email or on our Twitter or anything if I'm mixing that up, but I don't believe Catwoman. I mean, I think they might have incorporated that later in something, but I believe that was retconned. The last shot of the movie. Uh, we'll go out on this one because this is a really good one. The final shot of the film in which Catwoman is seen looking at the bat signal was added as an afterthought a few weeks before the film officially opened. The shot had to be filmed in a weekend, less than a day after it was conceived, with a double for Michelle Pfeiffer. Oh. Because they did it so last minute they couldn't get her back. Okay, yeah. I do like that ending. I like that he sees the cat in the alleyway and he has Alfred stop and then he looks around. And, and yeah. Yeah. You see that she's still out there. Yeah. It says that single shot cost $250,000. Jesus Christ. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I think that that's that's a good place to stop on everything yeah it's all i think personally this is the weakest of the bunch to me outside of batman begins Mm -hmm. um just in terms of like enjoyability on this film that's fair Um, yeah but i think uh it's very it's still enjoyable though it's still a good batman movie as much as it isn't a batman movie because he's murdering people and uh it's more focused on the penguin and the character study of that, um, his abandonment and father, which is cool and things of that nature. It's like, a cool angle to go through. Max Shrek is kind of a father figure that he's like attached to in a way. And he uses him the way he, you know, it's that quid pro, quid pro quo, but like right. amongst this, you know, father power dynamic. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's a pretty clever and intelligent movie and it is, it's, it's a little overstuffed. Yeah, but yeah. it is like an it's, entertaining watch. It's trying to do a lot more than the first one, which is pretty cut and dry with Batman versus the Joker. And then they uh, like shoehorn yeah. the Joker into like, oh, the Joker killed his parents. Or yeah, other. yeah, yeah. So, so and, this is a little bit different. You get less of the comics, um, more like Tim Burton's own ideas, basically. Yeah, this is very in the Tim Burton zone. But like for Batman movies, I it's hard for me to like even. Be like, yeah, I don't like this one. I don't like. I can find entertainment value in basically all of them. Yeah, except maybe like Justice League and Dawn of Justice. Oh, B versus Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. Yeah, that's Justice League. I'm okay with. That's at least a little bit more fun. We got that Snyder cut coming. But Batman versus Superman is a fucking slog. It really is. It's tough. Yeah. But I mean, other than that, like the Batman movies are always pretty watchable for me. This one is. I feel like it's often forgot. Yeah. It's kind of like when I think of the Jurassic Park movies, like The Lost World is kind of the one that always gets glossed over. Yeah. Not that, like, because the Lost... it doesn't have a talking dinosaur in it. But, yeah. Come on. Alan. Um, but, like, this is one of those that it's nice to go back and watch every once in a while because it is, like, so out there and so Tim yeah. Burton that it's kind of, like, evergreen in a way yeah. that the other ones aren't. Like, Tim yeah. Burton movies, you could just pull it any time and be like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. This could be made at any time because he's so weird except maybe like ed wood yeah ed except Woods, for something like that where he's like restrained hands like those are really a product of their time and it's you know i don't know edward scissor hands i could buy like you could remake that tomorrow <sighs> it's weird this inventor wanted to make a man and gave him scissor hands as placeholders and then, and then he then died he became a barber yeah, and then he became a lawn man and yeah. a barber he fucks him does he fuck him that's a little bit of a zohan well, they they little... all want him. Okay, yeah. Oh, eh. it's kind of hard with scissors. It's hard to do that with scissor hands. Yeah. So we will get out of here on that. You want to get passionate and touch someone, and 
Well, so he's got all the little scar. That's a good movie. I got to watch that it's again. It's not. Too. It is a good movie. No, it's not. I got to watch that again. Little sad boy. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Heiferbrew. Uh, movie mail, the movie mailbag at gmail.com if you want to send an email with any corrections for Cameron if he got something wrong or just thoughts in general on Batman, movies in general, whatever. We're, DMs are open. We're always there. Hit us up. Uh, thank you all for listening, and uh, we we will be back. Edward Scissorhands is really good. No, it's not.